Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. There was controversy earlier this week, and it had to do with the declaration of a federal holiday for the Queen's funeral by the Prime Minister. The Canadian Federation of Independent Business took a strong stand, urging provincial governments not to declare Monday, this coming Monday, the 19th, the statutory paid holiday. Also, uh, I want to talk about that and as well about the health of Canada's small business sector. We're heading into the fall, possible surge of COVID, even though the World Health Organization is saying or suggesting, hinting we may be getting to the end of this thing. Uh, we do know small businesses in this country have struggled tremendously. We've talked to Dan Kelly, president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, about that in detail. He's back on the program with us, Dan. Thanks very much for uh, taking the time. Were you surprised? Will the CFA be surprised uh, to Trudeau's announcement? No, we were expecting there to be some form of holiday, some form of formal recognition. Uh, At first, it looked like he was announcing a federal statutory holiday that would apply both to federal government workers as well as those that are federally regulated. Later in the day, the federal government clarified it was only for the core civil service. Uh, It's not that that is without implication, but obviously a little bit better than expanding it to to all private sector workers that happen to be federally regulated. Of course, our attention then turned to where most Canadians are regulated from a labor perspective, and that's with provincial governments. Uh, And uh, and we were quite alarmed that they may follow the federal government's uh, suit in that respect. Yeah, because employment law largely is provincial. There are parts of the sector that are governed by the federal government, uh, federal employment law, like broadcasting, for example, but mostly it's provincial responsibility. The provinces, are you satisfied with how all the provinces responded? Well, it was certainly better than what we had feared. Uh, The only province that legislated it as a statutory holiday, closing the entire private sector for the day or or requiring them to pay more if they remained open, was the government of Prince Edward Island. They're the only province that, that basically has closed everything on Monday. All other provinces have at least left the private sector companies alone. But, you know, closing government is not without consequence. Uh, and, and several provinces, Atlantic Canada, all four Atlantic provinces, as well as uh, British Columbia, have closed schools. And that has its own pain for <laughs> workers and, of course, for employers, because if you have kids in school and you've got like four days notice, what are you going to do if you've got to get to your work uh, when you're expecting your child to be in school and now they're not? Yeah, I mean, they had a, they had opportunity, and they should have had contingency plans in place. The Queen was 96 years of age. We knew there were some health issues. The governments could have had contingency plans in place and put them into effect when necessary and unfortunately necessary. Let me ask you this. Um, what's the health of the small business sector in this country right now? And I want to remind people that before COVID, the small business sector was the number one employer in Canada, employing more than 8 million people. What's the health of the sector now? You know, I'm I'm here in Quebec uh, talking to our, our our team here, and it's not so good. Uh, not just in Quebec, but right across Canada, pro, uh, pro, uh, small businesses are still at this point really struggling. Only half, Roy, less uh, fewer than half right now, are back to normal levels of sales. Uh, and those, even those that are back to normal levels of sales, most of them are not turning any kind of profit because costs have gone through the roof. The shortage of labor is dramatic. Uh, and, of course, they're sitting on a legacy of COVID-related debt. 
there was some news this week that the that the federal government is has declared that about 50,000 of the loans that they have extended to small business owners these are loans uh, were in fact uh, there were some problems and their loan these loans are going to be recalled from businesses that they claim now were not eligible in the first place so gosh there's going to be a bunch of business owners screaming pretty hard in, in the days ahead when they get the letter saying that they've got to repay in full uh, the loan and and perhaps more quickly than they were originally anticipating so lots of worries on our part yeah. Well, what does small business uh, need, Dan? And I don't want to say, I don't want to paint all governments with the same brush, but governments have been inconsistent. Let me be generous and say governments have been inconsistent when it comes to small business in this country over the last two years. What does small business need other than communities remembering these are the people who live in the town, in your city, in your neighborhood. These are the people who are there when you need them. These are the people who sponsor your kids' baseball, football, and hockey teams. What does small business need? You know, the first thing we need from governments is to stop making the situation worse. Uh, you know, at the end of this year, in just a couple of months, CPP premiums are supposed to go up. EI premiums are supposed to go up. We've got carbon taxes rising rapidly across Canada, uh, liquor taxes as well. And so even if you're not going to give small businesses a break by reducing the burden that they're facing or helping them deal with their inflationary pressures, Gonna say, it's at least not you know the things the government's control. They could they could take a break from some of that. We need some help on the labor markets too. Uh, we need to ensure that there are more Canadians encouraged to get back into the workforce. Uh, where we uh, we desperately need some some heavier levels of immigration, both temporary and permanent immigration, in order to satisfy the, the needs of the labor market. There's a bunch of things governments can start to do and start to do quickly in order to make the problem make the problem a little bit less and, and make their situation small businesses situation a little bit better. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 